What's up, everybody? It's me, your boy, Ruby Room, coming at you from the Gathering Strength Podcast, the podcast where we dive into extraordinary stories of remarkable individuals who have triumphed over adversity, and they continue to inspire us to find strength within ourselves. In today's episode, I'm going to embark on an inspiring journey through the life of Harriet Tubman a courageous and resilient figure whose story continues to echo across generations. If you don't know who Harriet Tubman is, good, because I'm going to teach you today. And Warren Buffett, he's the one who said the more you learn, the more you earn. And by golly, you're going to learn today. That's right, I want you to look like Arnold Schwarzenegger. In 1974, as he was competing for the Mr. Olympia Bodybuilding Championship. I want you to look jacked. I want you to have the buff body, the buff mind, the buff spirit, and the buff bank. Life is heavy, and we're not always going to have a spot. So let's go. Come kick it with me. And let's explore how Harriet Tubman's unwavering determination and her fearlessness led to her becoming a key conductor on the Underground Railroad, guiding countless enslaved individuals to freedom in the face of unimaginable risk. We're going to discover how her faith, compassion, and a profound sense of justice fueled her tireless efforts to rescue others and champion the fight for equality and human rights. As we dive deeper into Harriet Tubman's remarkable legacy, we're going to uncover philosophical takeaways that her life imparts on us. Learn how her story can inspire us to cultivate courage, embrace our identity, and stand up for what we believe in. So if you're ready to be moved by a tale of bravery, resilience, and the power of human spirit, don't miss this episode of Gathering Strength. Join me as we celebrate the extraordinary life of Harriet Tubman, a beacon of hope and inspiration in the pursuit of justice and freedom. Tune in now to the Gathering Strength Podcast and come listen and find out about her remarkable journey. Now, I recently finished a autobiography of Harriet Tubman and man... Very inspiring, unimaginable, unfathomable. I can't wrap my mind around the circumstances that the world was in, you know, over 100 years ago. Or maybe less than 100 years ago. Slavery, prejudice, stereotypes, man, just all of these things that the slaves had to endure back in the day. I can't imagine putting myself or living one single day by the heaviness that those slaves had to endure. And I also can't put myself in the mindset of the white slave masters. I I just can't get there. I'm too far removed from it to be able to fully understand it. Man, uh, there is this movie... And I'm going to equate it to Saving Private Ryan. Hopefully hopefully you have seen that movie, Saving Private Ryan. And the, the beginning scene of it, the storming of Normandy Beach. You know, that is another time frame that blows my mind too. 
Um, but there's a movie that has just as much gravitas, profundity, as that Saving Private Ryan movie. And I'm gonna going to recommend to you not only this autobiography by Harriet Tubman, but go and watch the movie 12 Years a Slave. And that movie, it had me on pins and needles for the entire duration of the movie. Like, it just had me anxious because, man, here I am sitting in the comfort of my own house, safe, well-fed, comfortable. You know, I, I have running water, uh, a refrigerator full of food. I have my freedom. And despite all of those those things that I am aware of, watching that movie just put me in the position of being a slave. And man, you know, the only thing that I can use is my imagination to put me there. And it is a trip, so go check it out. I'm going to be talking about Harriet Tubman today. And one of the reasons why I find it so fascinating to learn about these people's stories is because they were, for the most part, you know, illiterate slaves. That's all that they knew was toil, work, oppression, whippings, uh, slavery, bondage. Family breakups, hardship, all that's all that they knew. Despite that, a lot of them rose up and they fought back. And they took advantage of what little resources that they had. And they were able to parlay that all the way into freedom. So they had to use all of their courage, all of their ingenuity, all of their creativeness, all of their... Everything They had to use their entire being to lift themselves up out of slavery. And then not only themselves, they reached down and lifted up everybody else. Now, if they're able to do that with without running water, with no internet, with no email, no... You know, they didn't even know how to read. But despite all of the... The cards being stacked against them completely and fully. They managed. Now, when there is a will, there is a way. And I compare what I have, all of the resources, all of the advantages. A warm bed to sleep, an adequate rest, proper nutrition. I have everything. And what am I doing with it? You know, I I need to figure it out. Because... When I compare what I have to what they have and what they did with what they with with what little that they have, you know, that calls to me. That that is like a slap in my face, like, hey Rube, you need to step up your game big time. And that is something that I am attempting to do. Is man, I'm trying to muster up everything that I have to make something happen. I know that it's not gonna happen overnight, but Hey, I'm able to take a little bit of these lessons and key takeaways from people such as Harriet Tubman, uh, Frederick Douglass, Booker T. Washington. I have podcast episodes and uh, that are exclusively dedicated to each of those people, Frederick Douglass and Booker T. Washington. If you want to listen to their autobiographies, you can go and check out episode 32. 
is going to be the autobiography of Booker T. Washington. And episode 72, that is going to be the episode about Frederick Douglass, his autobiography. Booker T. Washington, his the title of his book is called Up From Slavery. And the autobiography title of Frederick Douglass is going to be called An American Slave. Frederick Douglass, An American Slave. Both are awesome books written by themselves. And once again, you know, they were both illiterate slaves. But they taught themselves how to read. And not only did they teach them how to read, they wrote awesome books. So once again, man, I'm going to be holding the mirror up to my face and comparing myself to a little illiterate slave boy that taught himself how to read and then rose to prominence because, man, if they can do it, I, I can do better, much better than what I'm doing right now. So come on, Ruby Rube, you can do it. Step up your game. Anyways, let's dive into Harriet Tubman. Now, Harriet Tubman, she was an African-American abolitionist and political activist who played a significant role in the Underground Railroad, a network that helped enslaved people escape to freedom. She was born in slavery around 1822 and later escaped to the North, where she became an advocate for the abolition of slavery. Now, here's what learning about Harriet Tubman can do for you. Well, number one, it's going to enrich your life in several ways. Her story is, serves as an inspiration for perseverance and bravery in the face of adversity. Now, do you have adversity in your life? Good, because we all do. Now, when you learn about Harriet Tubman and the things that she had to persevere through and the bravery, the amount of bravery that she had to manifest within herself, when you learn about her... And then you reflect on that in your life and you're like, oh man, you know, here I am getting down in the dumps about, I don't know, all these little things in my life. Well, you're probably going to think that you're acting like a little biatch after listening to Harriet uh, Tubman's story. And the fact of the matter is that you probably are. And you know what? I'm guilty of it too. And that's why it is important to learn about other people's hardships and that can help put our problems into perspective. We got it good. We're living better than kings right now. Now, her determination to fight for the rights and freedom of others highlights the importance of empathy and compassion. Because after Harriet Tubman, after she escaped freedom, she didn't just kick back and chill. Nah, on the contrary, she went back to help others. By understanding her contributions to the abolitionist movement, you can gain insight into the history of slavery in the United States and the struggles faced by African Americans during that time. Now, her legacy can also encourage you to stand up for justice and equality in your own life and community. Overall, learning about Harriet Tubman's life and achievements can offer valuable lessons and empower you to make a positive impact on the world around you. Now, over here at the Gathering Strength Podcast, it's not about just about getting jacked, about being a lift heavy-ass weight and run hella far. 
Nah, like I said before, my catchphrase, I want you to have the buff body, the buff mind, the buff spirit, and the buff bank. And all of these little ways that we can accumulate and acquire strength is by learning about other people. Historical figures. Harriet Tubman? Man, she's one of the goats. And as a matter of fact, I think she should be on the, uh, some money. She should at least be on the $20 bill. After you listen and learn about Harriet Tubman, if you feel that she should be on the $20 bill, hey, give me a like, give me a subscribe, give me a follow, and perhaps maybe this podcast can kick off a little movement to get Harriet Tubman on the $20 bill. Let's go. Now let's dig a little bit deeper into Harriet Tubman. Now, she was born as Aramita Ross. That was her birth name. And she was born into slavery in Maryland around 1822. Now, the exact specific date of her birth, that is not completely accurate because they didn't keep records of slaves back in the day. A slave back in that time, it was like trying to uh, put a birthday to a horse or to a sheep or to a cow. Slaves, they were just considered livestock. They weren't even considered human beings. They were slaves, cattle. And that's why they, they didn't really pay attention to exact birthdays or anything like that. She endured a harsh and brutal upbringing as an enslaved person, which included physical abuse and hard labor. At the age of around 27, she managed to escape slavery in 1849 using the Underground Railroad to find her way to freedom in Philadelphia. Harriet Tubman, she had eight siblings. By the age of five, Tubman's owners, they rented her out to neighbors as a domestic servant. Man, so five years old, she's already being rented out by her slave to other people to do domestic servants. Now, what type of jobs can a five-year-old do? Well, these days, you know, children at five years old, all they're good for is, you know, playing. And, you know, that that's, that is a child's job. Just go play, go learn. Don't, you know, break anything. Try not to write on the walls, etc., etc. But, man, a five-year-old back in the day, they had to get to work. Now, early signs of her resistance to slavery and its abuses came at age 12 when she intervened to keep her master from beating an enslaved man who tried to escape. She was hit in the head with a two-pound weight, leaving her with a lifetime of severe headaches and narcolepsy. So imagine that scene. A 12-year-old little girl trying to intervene to stop her slave master from whooping another slave. Uh, like I said, unimaginable. Now, although slaves were not legally allowed to marry, Tubman entered into a marital union with John Tubman, a free black man in 1844. She took his name and dubbed herself Harriet. Now, contrary to legend, Tubman did not create the Underground Railroad. It was established in the late 18th century by black and white abolitionists. Tubman likely benefited from this network of escape routes and safe houses in 1849 when she and her two brothers escaped north. Her husband refused to join her, and by 1851, she had married a free, um, she, uh, he had married another free black woman. 
Now, Tubman, she returned to the South several times and helped dozens of people escape. Her success led slave owners to post a $40,000 reward for her capture. So there she was, man, a free black woman up north. But despite being free and the perils and the dangers and the things that were lurking in the dark, man, she went back and she, she helped save dozens of people. Now, she was never caught and never lost a passenger. Now, while she was the the conductor of a train, I guess back in the day, I'm going to have to dig a little bit deeper into this, but uh, she stated that as she was a conductor of the train, she never lost the train off the tracks and she never lost a passenger. So I guess, man, there were some trains that ran off the tracks, probably going a little bit too fast. Now, because she was going back and forth and back and forth so many times, she was she earned the nickname Moses because she led people out of bondage just as the biblical figure led Israelites to freedom. During the American Civil War from 1861 to 1865, Tubman served as a nurse, a cook, and a spy for the Union Army. And I'm not going to be able to get into uh, into too much details, but there's a lot of heroic stories about her being a nurse, a cook, and a spy. You know, I'm just glossing over it. Like, hey, Tubman, she was a nurse, she was a cook, and she was a spy. But, man, all of those have interesting stories that I'm going to encourage you to go out and listen and learn because incredible Incredible stuff. Now, she also played a role as a scout, helping to plan military campaigns and leading a raid that freed more than 700 enslaved people. Now, she had the trifecta going against her. She was black, she was a woman, and she was a slave. But despite that, she still helped out. The military generals came to her for help. And because she did that, she helped free 700 enslaved people on one campaign. Imagine that. They need to make a movie out of Harriet Tubman and man, just that one freaking battle. 700 people. Now, during the American Civil War, Harriet Tubman's dedication to the cause of freedom led her to contribute in various ways to the Union armies. Now, I'm going to gloss over it once again. She was a nurse and cook. Tubman served as a nurse and cook during the Civil War. She used her knowledge of herbal medicine and healing remedies learned from her own experiences and upbringing to aid injured and sick soldiers. Her caregiving skills were valuable in providing medical assistance to the Union troops. Uh, She was also a spy. Tubman's experiences as a conductor on the Underground Railroad made her an adept at navigating the South and evading capture. These skills were valuable to the Union Army, and she was enlisted as a spy. As a spy, she gathered critical intelligence about Confederate troop movements and strategic positions, which helped the Union Army plan their campaigns more effectively. Now, she was the nurse, the spy. Hey, let's take off those hats and put on your your hat of a scout. Because now she's 
she is a scout for the U.S. Army. Now, Tubman's familiarity with the southern terrain and her keen observation skills made her an excellent scout. She accompanied Union troops on expeditions, acting as a guide and providing valuable insights into the local geography and enemy positions. Now, here's a little nugget of wisdom about that raid to free her enslaved people. Now, what of her most daring contributions during the war was her involvement in the Kumbahi River Raid in June 1863. I think I pronounced that right, Kumbahi. Now, she collaborated with Union Colonel James Montgomery to lead a group of Union gunboats up the Kumbahi River in southern in South Carolina. Their mission was to rescue enslaved people and disrupt Confederate supply lines. During the raid, they liberated around 700 enslaved individuals, offering them a chance for freedom and safety behind Union lines. Now, her involvement in the Civil War showcased her remarkable courage, resourcefulness, and commitment to the cause of emancipation. Despite facing great personal risk, she selflessly put her life on the line to help others escape from slavery and contribute to the Union's war efforts. Her contributions as a nurse, cook, spy, and scout were vital in supporting the Union Army's fight against the Confederacy and in advancing the cause of freedom for African Americans during that turbulent period in American history. Now, up until this point, I have been telling you a little bit about her story. But hey, let's tune in and listen and gain some nuggets of wisdom from the horse's mouth, Harriet Tubman herself. Now, these are quotes that I'm going to read to you from Harriet Tubman. Now, on her faith and calling, Harriet Tubman said, quote, I had reasoned this out in my mind. There was one of two things I had a right to do, liberty or death. If I could not have one, I would have the other. On freedom and slavery, Harriet Tubman is quoted as saying, I freed a thousand slaves. I could have freed a thousand more if only they knew they were slaves. Now, as it pertains to that particular quote, Harriet Tubman, she reflects on the depth of her understanding about the psychology of slavery and the immense challenges faced by enslaved individuals seeking freedom. Now, Harriet Tubman, she helped many enslaved people escape to freedom through her involvement with the Underground Railroad. She risked her life num numerous times to guide them to safety in the northern states or Canada, where slavery was abolished. However, her statement suggests that the struggle for liberation was not just physical, but it was also mental. Enslaved people, they often endured intense indoctrination oppression and dehumanization by their captors. Many of them were made to believe that they were inferior and that freedom was unattainable or even dangerous. Their perception of reality was manipulated to keep them subservient and compliant. Essentially the slave masters, they wanted the, the, their slaves, their bodies only. They did not want their minds. They did not want them to be able to read think or do anything independently on their own. 
They had one job to do, and that was to serve. They just needed the body. Mind was not needed. Now Tubman, she recognized that breaking free from physical bondage was only one part of the struggle. To achieve true emancipation, individuals needed to recognize their own worth, the injustices that they faced, and the possibility of a better life beyond the confines of slavery. Many enslaved people did not have the knowledge or awareness of what freedom could offer, and some may even been conditioned to fear the unknown. Now try to put yourself in that position where you don't even know that freedom exists. You don't even know that, or you're, you're not even aware what freedom offers. And your slave master has manipulated and brainwashed you so badly that you're scared. You're scared of freedom because that was a sentiment that Booker T. Washington talked about uh, during his emancipation uh, story. He said that a lot of the f slaves, they were joyous at first about hearing their emancipation, but then... Shortly after, the heaviness of freedom and the responsibility, a lot of them were terrified because with freedom comes responsibility. Now her quote, it expresses the profound insight she gained through her experiences working with enslaved people. It highlights the significance of, of education, empowerment, and awareness in the fight for liberation. Tubman's efforts went beyond merely leading people to freedom. She sought to awaken a sense of self-identity, dignity, and determination in those she helped. So not only was she f physically and literally freeing them, she had to mentally wake them up. Now Harriet Tubman's life and her work continue to be a powerful reminder of the importance of education and empowerment in the pursuit of freedom and social justice. Her legacy remains an inspiration for advocating equality and breaking down the mental barriers that hinder individuals from realizing their true potential and asserting their rights. Now here's another quote spoken by Harriet Tubman when she was first stepping in to freedom. She said, quote, I looked at my hands to see if I was the same person. There was such a glory over everything. The sun came up like gold through the trees, and I felt like I was in heaven. End quote. And that described her feelings upon reaching freedom. Once again, imagine that your whole life oppressed as a slave and then taking your first few steps into freedom what is that going to look like what is that going to feel like what is that going to smell like taste like sheesh Harriet Tubman said she had to look at her her own hands because glory was over everything hallelujah now here's another quote she says, I was the conductor of the Underground Railroad for eight years, and I, I can say what most conductors can't say. I never ran my train off the track, and I never lost a passenger. Now, I guess that was an issue. Like I said before, I'm going to have to do some more research on the 
on the topic of the Underground Railroad. It's fascinating stuff. Uh, here's a quote on her fearlessness. And once again, she's we're going to talk about her recalling her first steps into freedom. Quote, I had crossed the line. I was free, but there was no one to welcome me to the land of freedom. I was a stranger in that land. Now, once again, imagine, you know, there you are on your road to freedom. You know, you're going through all the obstacles, jumping through all the hoops, dodging all sorts of danger. And then you finally get to that finish line. But there's no one there to welcome you. There's no one there to celebrate you. There's no one there to say, hey, good job. You made it. There's no one there to place a medal around your neck. You enter into a land, a strange land, where you are a stranger. You know nobody. Now, reflecting back to that that battle that she helped lead the Union Army on the Kambahi River, Harriet Tubman said, We saw the lightning, and that was the guns. And then we heard the thunder, and that was the big guns. And then we heard the rain falling, and that was the drops of blood falling. And when we came to get in the crops, it was dead men that we reaped. Now that is a fascinating quote because on the 4th of July, we celebrate with fireworks. And those explosions, the loud, you know, thunderous booms that the fireworks bring, that the sparkling, the rat-a-tat-tat, the explosions in the air that is to represent you know the bombs bursting in air and that is a lyric i think uh from the star spangled uh, the star spangled banner now you know before that that celebration harriet tubman she saw the lightning she heard the guns she heard the big boom she heard the the thundering and on our 4th of july we see the the sparkles of the explosions raining down in celebration of winning that battle. But Harriet Tubman, she saw drops of blood. Crazy, man. On freedom, Harriet Tubman is quoted as saying, Freedom's the only thing worth living for. While I was working for the master, I was worth $500. But now I am worth thousands. Now here's a quick story about one of the expeditions that Tubman led on the Underground Railroad. Now here she is. She is the conductor. Right? She's leading everyone out. And the story that that I learned about her goes something like this. Now during one of these missions, there was an enslaved man who became fearful and hesitant to continue the journey to freedom. Now, along that that route, you know, they had to take cover. They had to hide. They had to move in the in the darkness of night. And sometimes they would have to go without food and water for long times. Sometimes they would have to just stand in a swamp for an entire day just being quiet. And during that time, one of the enslaved men, uh, he started to become fearful. He's like, hey, this is not worth it. I'm going to break free from you guys. I'm going back because at, at least I know 
what is waiting for me back, you know, at, in my slave headquarters. At least I'm going to get some food there. And I'm not going to be, you know, subjected to the perils of whatever this adventure might subject me to. And he was about to leave. And Harriet Tubman, she pulled a pistol on him. And she was like, hey, if you leave, you're going to jeopardize this entire group. And not only are you going to jeopardize just this entire group, you're going to jeopardize the Underground Railroad. And I can't have that happen. So you're either going to stay put and follow us along this journey or I'm going to have to kill you. Now, in response to the man's uncertainty and to prevent him from potentially jeopardizing the safety of the entire group, Harriet Tubman took decisive action. To emphasize the gravity of the situation and the importance of their freedom, she pointed her gun at him, making it clear that turning back was not an option. Tubman used the threat to compel him to continue on the journey with the group, ensuring that they all reached safety. Now this incident illustrates the perilous nature of the Underground Railroad and the immense risk faced by those attempting to escape slavery. Tubman's actions show her commitment to the cause of freedom and her willingness to use drastic measures to protect the lives and freedom of those she was guiding. While the story is a testament to Tubman's determination and leadership, it also highlights the immense challenges faced by enslaved individuals in their quest for freedom during that time in American history. Now, the bravery and life of Harriet Tubman offers several philosophical takeaways that can continue to inspire and resonate with people today. Number one is going to be the power of courage. Harriet Tubman's unwavering courage in the face of immense adversity is a testament to the strength of the human spirit. Despite the risk, she repeatedly risked her life to help others escape from slavery. Her example reminds us that courage is not the absence of fear, but the ability to act bravely in spite of it. Empowerment and self-determination. Tubman's life illustrates the power of self-determination and empowerment. She refused to accept the oppressive circumstances of slavery and took action to change her life and the lives of others. Her determination to forge her own path and make a difference is an inspiring example of the human capacity to effect change. Uh, resilience and perseverance. Tubman faced numerous challenges and setbacks throughout her life, but she never gave up. Her perseverance in the face of adversity serves as a reminder that resilience is crucial in overcoming obstacles and achieving meaningful goals. Compassion and empathy. Harriet Tubman's commitment to helping others demonstrates the value of compassion and empathy. She risked her life to save others, showing that caring for the well-being of others is a powerful force for positive change in the world. Fighting for Justice and Freedom Tubman's life was dedicated to the fight for justice and freedom. Her actions highlight the importance of standing up for what is right and working towards a more just and equal society for all. Embracing identity and purpose. 
She saw herself as an instrument of change and played a crucial role in the struggle against slavery. Her life encourages us to embrace our own identities and use our talents and abilities for a greater purpose. Overall, the bravery and life of Harriet Tubman provide profound philosophical lessons about courage, empowerment, resilience, compassion, and the pursuit of justice. Her legacy continues to inspire individuals to take action, make a positive impact, and strive for a more equitable and compassionate world. That'll do it for today's podcast. The little bit that I spoke about today is only a little bucket in the vastness of Harriet Tubman's awesome and extraordinary life. If you liked what you heard today, I would encourage you to go and either read or listen to the audiobook. It is, man, a call to action for you to look at yourself in the mirror, reflect on what she accomplished with the little bit of resources that she had, and man, add it up. What have you done with the immense resources that you and I both have? I'm going to be stepping up my game continuously and forever because Harriet Tubman, she 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 lived to be an old lady. She died at like 70 or 80 years old, a very old lady. And till the day she died, man, she fought and she helped and she did her more than her share of pushing and pulling for humanity in the right direction. Alrighty. Hey, thank you for listening to the end of this podcast. If you like what you heard today, don't forget to give me a like, a subscribe, a follow. Gimme, gimme, gimme. And in return, I'm going to continue to give you awesome podcast content. Until next time, it's onward. Always onward. <laughs>